When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Do you like what you're hearing right now? Then be sure to check out VOC Nation. Whether it's on vocnation.com or your favorite podcast provider, VOC Nation offers the greatest in live and on-demand content, great interviews, and incredible insight from those who have lived the business. Seven days a week, VOCNation.com, and don't forget to check us out on Twitter at VOCNation. Welcome to another edition of Bumps and Thumps, the talk of wrestling. I'm Brian Ferguson. My guest today was a rising star in the NWA in the 1980s. He is best known for his time in Georgia Championship Wrestling, Mid-South, and Portland. He has also held numerous singles and tag team titles and is the younger brother of Buzz Sawyer. Ladies and gentlemen, it's my pleasure to introduce Mr. Brett Sawyer. Brett, thanks for coming on today. Really appreciate it. Oh, it was. I'm happy to be on your show for sure. <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing great, and I'm doing a lot better now that we finally got this <laughs> yeah, uh, put together. Boy, it took a while. Usually, it's simple for me. This is the worst, the, the hardest. I, it wasn't hard. It was just. Yeah, I'm not computer. I'm not computer. I'm computer illiterate. <laughs> that, that's that's okay. So, yeah. all right. So, you know, I want to, if we could, Brett, kind of get into a little bit, uh, talk about you uh, growing up, uh, where you grew up at, and, and your schooling, and if you were in any sports or anything like that. If you could talk about that with us, that'd be great. Yeah, I uh, grew up, I was born in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. And then uh, when I was 10, our house burned up in Ohio. Um, and yeah, so my parents, my mom owned a, a well, I hate to say this, but she owned a titty bar. And uh, <laughs> anyway, she sold that. We moved to Florida. And uh, then my brother, Buzz, real name Bruce William, he got into pro wrestling with Jack and Jerry Briscoe. They trained him in St. Petersburg, Florida, because that's where we was living. And uh, then he broke me in, and uh, we it's been great ever since. He passed away in 2000. Um, it was 33 years ago. He's been dead, but uh, he died at 32. Wow. <laughs> young, young, yeah. But, you know, he lived a fast life, that's for sure. <laughs> he lived, he had about 10 lives. <laughs> he was a little crazy, but hey, I knew Buzz like better than anybody, I can tell you that. Yeah. If you like, if he liked you, you, you didn't have a problem. But if he didn't like you, <laughs> well, you can ask some of the boys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it is what it is. You know, hey, Buzz was sort of crazy, but, uh, he was my brother, so you know I, I can't. Ain't nothing bad I really want to say about him. Besides, you know, we all did drugs in the early '80s. I mean, did a little cocaine. People yeah. to tell you they didn't. I, I, there's only about ten percent of the guys that didn't party. But yeah. you know, when you get a little older and a little wiser, you sort of straighten up. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's talk uh, in school. I would, you know, high school. Uh, did you play sports? Dixie Hall. Yeah, I played okay. football. I played baseball. I really liked. I was a catcher. Uh, I love catching. And then when I played football, I was a tailback because I was a pretty quick runner, and mm-hmm. I enjoyed football a lot. But yeah. then my brother, when he got into pro wrestling, we was always buying the magazines. You know, eleven, mm-hmm. twelve, fifteen, sixteen. And then Buzz, he was a, we both did amateur uh, 
we did uh, amateur wrestling in high school. And in ninth grade, Buzz was in 10th grade. I was in ninth. But he was pinning 12th graders in 30 seconds. He was uh, he could have oh, went wow. to the Olympics. Yeah, he could, Buzz could have went to the Olympics, but he didn't. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he was pinning 12th graders when he was in 10th, 9th. I mean, I had to try to keep up with that, but that was sort of impossible. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I couldn't, yeah. I was, I was happy to pin an eighth grader when I was in ninth. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it is what it is. I wasn't that great, but I was okay. <laughs> well, I tell you, you know, um, you know, you and your brother were only about a year apart, if I'm uh-huh. correct. Yep. You're correct. And, uh, so after high school, let's talk a little bit about you getting into the business. What made you decide to, to get into pro wrestling? Well, I was bussing cables at 16, and I was a bus boy. And then, I, you know, I made tips about $40, $50 a night. You know, when you're 14, 15 years old, $50 seems like a lot of money. Yeah. But, you know, I, my mom worked there, too, and so I would bust tables, and uh, then I got into chain link, putting chain link fences up, and boy, <laughs> that right there told me I need to be an athlete. <laughs> so I went to <laughs> Buzz, and he uh, talked to a couple guys, and uh, Ricky Steamboat, he only trained with us occasionally, but Matt Bourne and mm-hmm. Buzz trained me for nine months, and... I got into pro wrestling, and they wanted me to referee, and sort of pissed me off. But I'm like, okay, I'll referee. Yeah. So I refereed for about eight, nine months, and then I started wrestling in Knoxville, Tennessee. Okay. And that was the first place I went. And then I went to Portland, Oregon. As uh, Buzz was work- Booker in Atlanta, but I didn't want to hang on his coattail. So I said, I'm going to go to Oregon so everybody don't think I'm hanging on my brother's coattail. Yeah. So I went out there as Hacksaw Sawyer and stayed there about six years and wrestled Flair every time he came in. And yeah. Don Owens, best promoter in the world. I, man, yeah. I tell you, I look back now and I see how he paid me and all these millionaires paid me. It was bullshit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don <laughs> Owens, there's not a better promoter in the world back then. I can tell you that. He was. Okay. He, he gave me one hell of a push. And so did Ole Anderson when I went to Atlanta, but Buzz was booking and Ole was running it and booking. Sometimes he'd change what Buzz wrote and sometimes he wouldn't. (laughs) So, and then we, we worked an angle with the road warriors for about two years. Mm -hmm. Well, let me back up. Well, then when I did come to, when I left Portland, Oregon and I came to Atlanta, Georgia, I married my wife. She died in 2016 from cancer after 37 years. Yeah. After 37 years of marriage and then moved to West Virginia and uh, been here ever since. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, it's hard to to lose somebody like that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it is what it is. You got to move on. You can't feel sorry about shit. You just... It gets you a little depressed sometimes, but you yeah, gotta move on. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, go, go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no I'm I was just sorry. gonna go say. I was just gonna say uh, with your story about you going down to Atlanta, uh, meeting up with Ole and your brother. Uh, tell us how that kind of went down. And we started working with the Road Warriors, mm-hmm. and uh, we was the first tag team to beat, them, to beat them for their belts. And then we worked a two-year run with the Road Warriors. They broke okay. my wrist, and I, oh. we had all kinds of problems. But they're great workers. They, me and Buzz and uh, Matt Bourne would go down and train them. Yeah. I mean, when they came to Atlanta, Georgia, they didn't even know how to call a high spot. <laughs> But yeah. they got on quick. They learned. They they was uh, they was they knew how to make money. I can tell you that. That's yeah. the best one of the best runs I ever had. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Ole Anderson, you know, he's sort of a grouch, but you just got to know how to talk to Ole. I mean, he. Yeah. I, mean, I can't say nothing bad about him. I hear everybody mocking him, but I mean, he had to do what he had to do because his ass was on the line. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I, I've I've been told that Ole was kind of you know grouch, but he knew he gotta, what he was doing. I was going to say, you know, he booked, uh, you know, that territory, and it was pretty darn successful. Oh, sure was, boy. I tell you, I made some. I had some great paydays. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about. You know, you mentioned Matt Bourne. You know. Um, I don't well, think he, his gets dad, the credit he deserves either. What's that now? I said I don't think he gets the credit that he uh, deserves either, as far as uh, the business wise. You know what he well, what he did for the business. Yeah, he didn't do a lot because he he he. A lot of guys did drugs and moved, and then they got out of doing drugs. I mean, right. when you get a little old, I got about thirty five. I finally, you know. You just can't be eating painkillers, snorting. I mean, you're going to die. So, you know, you got to wake up and smell the coffee and see how, you know, you're going down the wrong road. Like Matt Bourne, he stayed on that road. That's why he died so early, just like Buzz. I mean, you can't go doing drugs every day of your life and expect to live because, especially when you're an athlete. And Matt Bourne, me and him, we got in two different fights, and he buzzed, and then would break it up. And I didn't like him at all, to be honest with you. Because uh, he was just a smart ass, because he thought he was over everybody, because his dad was in the business, and his dad yeah. was a great guy, believe it or not. But Matt yeah. was a, he was sort of a dick. <laughs> okay, I'll leave it like that. <laughs> all right, no, I, I, I got it. All right, but. Uh, you know, your brother, when you got to Atlanta, uh, that's when, you know, that was in the early 80s. Yeah. And that's when I, you know, because I was a kid, I was about 12, 13 when you uh, got to uh, Georgia. Uh-huh. And uh, Cable was just coming in, and, you know, you got, uh, I think you got a pretty good push down there as well. Oh, yeah, I got a great push. And, mm-hmm. You know, as a baby face. and. uh mm-hmm. What, let's let's talk about that. What was that like for you getting getting down there and 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 working down there? Well, you know what? I was shocked because the money I was making and the guys I was wrestling, I moved up pretty quick. To be honest with you. Yeah. But and you know everybody I w- was dealing with like Ted DiBiase, Rick mm-hmm. Flair, or Rick Flair. I was wrestling every time we came when, in Oregon, but in Atlanta you got all the other superstars. Jake the mm-hmm. Snake Roberts and all those guys. I worked angles with Jake. I worked angles with yeah. the Road Warrior, with all of them. You know, you could always yeah. make money with the heels. If you're a baby face and you're selling, you get over with the public and your fans, and it helps tremendously to have fans backing you, that's for sure. Because if it wasn't for our oh, fans, yeah. we wouldn't be shit. Right. And, uh, but... I got a hell of a run. Everywhere I went, I got a good run. You got to have an attitude where you can't really. A lot of guys, oh, I don't want to do a job. Well, everybody's got to do jobs. <laughs> right. You know, if you're making yeah. money, but some guys get a big head, you know, like Matt Bourne. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. you just got to move on. And uh, you can't let guys bring you down because some of them want to do it and some of them want to help you. Yeah. Like Tony Atlas, he helped me tremendously, you know. Mm-hmm. A lot, and he, Tony was a super nice guy, I mean, and a great athlete. He worked out all these nights, and I just respected him, you know what I mean? And yeah. you had a lot of good athletes, a lot of good pro wrestlers. Then you had some bad ones, you know. When they stay yeah. on, when somebody stays on drugs and don't want to get off it, you got a problem. <laughs> But if yeah. you eat off all the drugs, you don't have no problems. It's sort of funny. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, you know, you had a national title run down there for a while um, when you were the national heavyweight champion. Who do you think uh, was one of your favorite opponents that you, you wrestled against when you were the national heavyweight champion? Well, Jake the Snake was one of them. I mean, Jake could yeah. really work, man, I'll tell you. And yeah. me working with him, it, I'll be honest with you, it helped me a lot. And he did yeah. help me a lot, you know, and he put me over and I put him over. And, mm-hmm. you know, back then, you know, in the early 80s, guys my age, there wasn't too many of them, I can tell you that. <laughs> but, right. uh, 
uh, I just kept on. I didn't go about the age stuff. The more you know, the more you can do, and the more right. you can draw. And like the Road Warriors, you know, they say that it was an accident when they broke my arm, but them and Buzz was always arguing. <laughs> and then I had yeah. to step in. And, you know, they'd listen to me. Him, them and Buzz, they just had a – they'd like to argue with each other, I reckon. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. they were great guys. They're both past. They're all three past, so, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's a sad situation. Yeah, yeah, it is. It but is. you know, when you do use steroids and stuff, you got to expect something mm -hmm. bad to happen because you might be able to use them for a year or two. But a lot of people has heart attacks, stroke. I mean, mm -hmm. and if you get older, you better get off them because you're gonna die. I mean, that a lot yeah. of guys died like that. I mean, you've seen how yeah. many guys has died since the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. It's been quite a few, unfortunately. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty uh, – I feel bad <clears throat> for the families, excuse me, you know, the, the – the Oh, what they got to go through. I've and, lost, the, and the kids, yeah. Yeah, when you, you lose your parents, your mother, your wife, your brothers yeah. pass away, yeah, you get that, – that'll take a toll on somebody. <laughs> right, yeah. Been there, did that. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know. That's quite unfortunate, yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about, uh, you know, you got a big push there. Uh, you know, Tommy Rich, uh, your brother had a big feud with him back in 83. What's funny you said that. It, it, yeah, because yeah, uh, I talked to my uh, manager, Moose, and he's working a deal with me and Tommy Rich because of the angle okay. Buzz and Tommy left. And uh, – you know, uh, he wanted me to be a heel. Baby wants me to turn on Tommy, so that's going to make us some good money and some good sell out some places. I hope. Yeah. Um, no, that sounds like a great. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah, sure uh, does. I, you know, I met Tommy Rich uh, last year actually at the Cauliflower Alley Club, and uh, heck of a nice guy. Yeah, uh, he, you know, he, Tommy he, and me did some traveling together and uh I, I ain't seen him in a shit probably twenty five years a year yeah. something like that. It's been a while. But uh I I'll see him on the twenty third. <laughs> All right. Um, What's going on? Tell us about that. What's going on tomorrow? Oh, it's a meet and greet thing. Uh it's up in okay. uh Logan, West Virginia and uh Okay. Going up it's just right before Kentucky, you know. And okay. uh, going up there and signing autographs and working a little right. angle. Hopefully Tommy's coming. And if he yeah. does, uh, Moose wants to work this angle. And Moose is a hell of a nice guy. I don't care what anybody says about him. He's always helped people, and he, he he's yeah. just that's just the type of guy he is. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk a little bit about if we could. Uh, you know, your career it, it spanned about I think about twenty years, wasn't it? Well, I after I did 20 years, took off five years, did another 10 years. I did 42 years off and on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I started in this business when I was 17, and okay. I ended it at 54. I went to Florida oh, Championship wow. Wrestling. A lot of people yep. forget all that stuff. I stayed there for probably five years. I went okay. – uh, Let's see. I went out to Missouri. Uh, I forget, okay. Bob Geigel and all them were out there. I, okay, that's when Kansas I was. City. That's when I. Yeah, that's when I was tag teaming with Marty Janetti, okay. and uh, we had a nice little. Marty was a hell of a guy, you know. I ain't seen yeah. him in a few years. Uh, probably I don't know. I'm guessing twenty, fifteen, twenty years. But yeah. it's good to see all these guys again because a lot of them are passed away. It's pretty sad. Yeah. And I'm yeah, sure it's all from, I mean, we live pretty wild <laughs> in the yeah. early 80s. But if you don't wake up, you, that's a problem. I can tell you mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's promotions you work for? We talked about, you know, Georgia, Mid-South. You said Portland. Uh, went, went to Japan, did you ever work? Puerto okay. Rico. I, I spent a couple years going back and forth over in Puerto Rico. I, you know, okay. I, I hated it, but I liked the money. Uh, yeah. I mean, they throw batteries at your – because when I, you go to Puerto Rico and you're American, you're a heel. 
I, I mean, yeah. I, I really didn't like, I sort of liked it, but I didn't. Uh, right. When you go to people loving you and then them hating you, it's sort of, I don't know, it's a little different. Makes you feel yeah. different. But, you know, in Puerto Rico, I, I mean, shit, I didn't have to work for nobody in the United States, especially if you went to Japan, make 80 grand in five weeks. I mean, most people work a year for yeah. shit like that. Right. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. you know, those are the ones that a lot of people don't know that I did. So and me and Buzz right. went over there together for some years. And... uh mm-hmm. Rico, he didn't want me going to Puerto Rico because when I was going over there, what, they just stabbed uh, Bruiser Brody because he yeah. was a promoter over there. He owned 25% of the business. Well, hell, they, that night we was out in a bar, and here comes Brody after he – or not Brody. Here comes uh, the, the guy over there that stabbed him, and he yeah. just walked in the bar and acted like he was – I mean, it was it was ridiculous, but – that's yeah. the reason Puerto Rico is a little dangerous. I mean, hell, we, me and Junkyard yeah. Dog, we left Puerto Rico one time. The last time we went there, we we told him to kiss our ass. And me and Junkyard yeah. Dog got we went to the airport. I found like four $400 in 20s. <laughs> I reached okay. out and picked that up. And Dog, I gave him half of it. <laughs> and hell, we just went on back to Georgia. <laughs> And Joe Third Dog, he talked about a super nice guy. He was, uh, man, he was one of the nicest baby faces. He was over like a million dollars, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. 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 I remember JYD. uh, Let me ask you this. Why, uh, I never saw you in, excuse me, the WWF. Well, that's because Buzz uh, knocked Vince out. Uh-huh. Well, knocked him on his ass. Okay. Didn't really knock him out. They got in a fight. And Buzz yeah. was only there not even a month or two before they got into it. So that sort of cut it for me. I, I'd never been to WWE never, or WWF. And because uh, right. right there is why. <laughs> Because okay. when I, they wanted me to come in, but to do the job, so I was like, well, I ain't going that route because <laughs> I really didn't have right. to. Because the promoters right. in the United States was definitely taking care of me for sure. Because right. guys right. didn't, you didn't run around at eighteen years old. I mean, all those guys <sighs> were always. I was always one of the youngest. I mean, I ain't too young now. <laughs> but you know, hey, sixty-two, I feel pretty good. Yeah, no, heck yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Well, let me ask you this, too. Uh, Minneapolis, AWA, did you ever work up there? I went, I did it. I went in a couple times and worked and didn't really like it. Uh, it was just a difference. Okay. If you if you can't get along with a booker or a baby face or a heel and you got problems with them it's, and you're coming in the territory, you you might stay. Yeah. Personally, Buzz always told me, hey, Brett, don't let nobody screw you. Don't let nobody. Well, the first guy that ever screwed me on a payday was Bill Watts. And he he, oh, wow. he paid. But I, I liked Bill at the time. But when he gave me yeah. three grand, or gave Buzz three grand and gave me 1500 I told Buzz, what the F is this? Because I did the same thing Buzz did. We had the tag team belts, walked out. Well, uh-huh. I, Bill, well, well, bro, your brother's got more experience. I said, well, I'm not going to argue with you, but I can tell you this. I'm going to give you a notice. <laughs> well, you can't give it. you got to yeah. give a two-week notice so you can do jobs for 14 days. I said, well, somebody else can do those jobs because I'm out of here. <laughs> you don't want to pay yeah. me right? That ain't going to happen. And everybody, oh, right. well, Bill Watts is nice. Well, <laughs> he wasn't nice to me, I can tell you that. As a tag yeah. team, if you're going out together, you should get the same money together. Yeah, um, yeah, no, exactly. I agree. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, um, besides Portland, where was your uh, another place that you really enjoyed uh, working? Well, I loved Atlanta. It was nice. I mean, I loved everywhere I went, to be honest with you, because, you know, they had 40 yeah. territories. I mean, you could go somewhere right. and stay a week or two, and you know if they're going to give you a push, well, you're going to get it. Yeah. And if they're going to have you do jobs, and you know how many lights is in every building, you got a problem because you're on your back getting beat. <laughs> so 
So right. that's not yeah. good. You got to have – when you're a baby face, these, the fans want to see you kick ass. And if you don't mm-hmm. have, know how to sell – and a lot, of guys, a lot of baby faces, what I see nowadays, all these new guys yeah. come in, they don't want to sell. They don't want to get heat. Mm-hmm. They they just go out there and try to entertain the people. Well, if you don't get uh, if you can't wrestle a heel and let him beat your ass so you can make a comeback, you're not doing your job mm-hmm. because babyface has right. got to sell seventy percent of the time. And when you make a comeback, right. it's got to be good. I was always great right. at throwing drop kicks. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. you got to get yourself over. You got to get the guy you're working with over, and you got to sell for him when you're a babyface because that's mm-hmm. what the fans want to do. I mean, I got videos I could show people. Always go hat, go go Brett, go. I mean, if you got fans, yeah. they're gonna they're when you're down on your back, they're gonna preach, they're gonna yell for you. Yeah. So the fans do yeah. make a big difference in somebody's career. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that. Yeah. I was going to ask you, too, um, you know, today's products compared to your era, it, it, it's quite different. Oh, now. my God. I don't know if you watch it very often. You know. How often do you watch it, and what do you think of it? Well, I don't want to tell you what I think of it, to be honest with you, because <laughs> I just don't. Uh If yeah. I came out and was honest with you, I think I'd probably – I don't think I'd surprise you because – I mean, think about this. I mean, 40 territories. And nowadays, I don't think you got four. I mean, yeah, you got probably got 4,000 with all these guys running these run-by-night shows. And, I mean, there's so many other people getting in pro wrestling nowadays. When I got in mm-hmm. in the 79, K-Fade met something. Yeah. Big time, and that's what boy you got yeah. fired if you didn't. Well, Bill Watts would fire people if they didn't kayfabe and babyface in the hills going out and having a drink together. Oh, Bill Watts would be jumping on people's asses the next day. But nowadays, I tell you, I work for some people and I see these babyface and hills both coming down with all these generic little uh, shows. Which hey, I, I did them myself too, but. You, you can't if you're not a big time promoter and got money to promote and you got to have TV on. Yep. If you don't have TV, you don't you're not going to build a promotion. You know, it's like right. Ted Turner did with w, uh, NWA. I mean, right. he, Ted Turner he ran the NWA. I remember when he came in and fired the Iron Sheik because he he both his kids was shooting. TV and we were doing interviews for his two sons and the Iron Sheik said his dad was a faggot. Well, he didn't know that was uh, his sons. Oh. <laughs> and he came out and <laughs> right on the spot. Uh, you got wow. you got to be careful who you're talking about too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, be aware of your surroundings. Uh huh. So Ted Turner's son, they went and told him what he said about him. Boy, he came right out and fired him on the spot. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I mean, I think some of the independents, you know, there's, like you said, there's WWE, AEW, now Impact. And New Japan. I can think of. And New Japan. So four. You know, actually. But New Japan is, is very limited here. Oh, yeah. If you don't have, it's very limited here. It's great. But it's very limited. Very, yeah. That's because they're a real business. And like, like, right. think about this: four territories, four, and you've got a lot more guys in this business now. They're they're, they're breaking in mm-hmm. at eighteen, like I did. There's seventeen. Yeah. But think about four territories when there was forty. Forty mm-hmm. territories you could go to. Yeah, it's a big difference. I mean, it's sad because I mean Ted Turner. He he was a rocking and a rolling. I'm, but nowadays, I don't know the guy that owns NWA. I know he's a, he plays a band or something. He's in a big rock yeah. band or something. But pro wrestling yeah. ain't nothing about rock music. I can tell you that. It's about yeah. people that love pro wrestling. I mean, you got fans out there that's I don't know. It's just so much different. Like you said, I mean. Right. You, you, don't take an Einstein between 40 territories. Think about it. You could go anywhere. You, if a promoter pissed you off, I, I always just, I'd like walk out. 
I wouldn't go sit around and do jobs for two weeks. Who would? Right. <laughs> Unless you, yeah. I mean, no. And I was single, so. Right. Yeah. And I think now there's a big difference too because now, I mean, back then, it was more of a you know gentleman's agreement, handshake. Oh yeah, your handshake meant everything. Nowadays. And, and now. Yeah, it ain't nothing. You if you don't sign a contract, if you don't, uh, you know, I know WWE has a policy. They and I know I think they pay them, but you can't work for another promotion ninety days after your either your contract's up or you're let go. And um, it, that would things be, like that is that wouldn't be a problem if you had forty territories, but with four territories, that's right. a problem. Right, right, and, and it's more. I think it. I mean. I go to a lot of uh, independent shows. I live in Missouri, uh, Springfield area. In fact, there's one coming up Saturday night I'm going to, and it's always sold out. There's like 500, 600 people there, which may not seem like a lot, but to an independent show, it is a lot. that's a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Sure of, and, and they're And they're good. It's not mm-hmm. some, you know, circus clowns. Right going in there. I mean, it's really professional and really done well. And I think in the last few years, and you can uh, elaborate too as well, that the, the Indies have come up a lot more in the last oh, four or five years. The Indies has quadrupled. When, when there was yeah. 40 territories, I'll be honest with you, I only seen a few Indies. I mean, nowadays they're, they're, yeah. they're out the yin-yang. But, to be, right. you know, because 40 territories and four, I mean, that's like day and night. And you got paid at every territory, but you, you know, and you got to get a push or you got to do jobs. Mm-hmm. I, I, hell, I did jobs yeah. before. I mean, everybody acts like you can't do a job, but that's how you make money. You put people over and yeah. then you make work an angle out of it. It's a no brainer. Yeah. But like you yeah. said, for territories, that's a problem. And a 90 day yeah. notice, I mean, that's, that might starve to death. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I no, I agree. So, but it was totally different. I, you're a hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, just anybody with common sense thinks about four territories and mm-hmm. forty. I mean, you gotta you gotta kiss some ass if you. I'm just being honest with you, or you ain't gonna yeah, make no money because there's too many. I mean, yeah. I can't when watching the NW or WCW. Back in the day, people loved it. Mm-hmm. Well, nowadays, yeah. I don't know if WCW is that strong. I mean, there's only a few guys running it that makes any sense, like mm-hmm. Tom Pritchard. I mean, mm-hmm. you go to try to get on one of those indie shows, and hell, they act like they're superstars. <laughs> mm. You know? Yeah. No, I, I, uh, I think, honestly, Brad, I think in the next couple of years, the change. The all the glit- I think it's going to I change for the better because I I think people are tired of the bullshit of the well that and all the glitz and glamour you got twenty minutes of somebody talking in the ring and then a five minute match and and, and then it, it 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 just keeps going and going like that and I think people are tired. Oh, Men's Flair used to do our Broadways in Portland, Oregon. Yeah. I mean the people loved yeah. it. I mean go out. I bet you a hundred dollars to a quarter. None of these guys. Well, there might be a few that would do an hour Broadway, but to go an hour yeah, in that ring and not stop and, and to entertain the people, you boy, you better know what you're doing. <laughs> you ain't going to be entertain nobody. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. that's yeah. what you got to build your level up. And a lot of these guys just think they can throw a, get a wrestling tag team or a single belt and come out and he's a champion. Man, that belt ain't going to do jack shit for you. <laughs> I mean, it yeah, ain't gonna right. make you money. You gotta make your money. <laughs> it's how you yeah. get over with the public. It's how you sell. Yeah. It's how you make a comeback. And it's how I mean, mm-hmm. it takes it takes somebody. I see these guys just out of the blue pinning somebody, and <laughs> I don't know. I ain't gonna stand here yeah. and knock them. I'm just, I just, it's not right. I mean, I was used to, you know, you you go. She got a ten minute match. You don't go out there and do three minutes and go home. You know what I'm saying? Right. And the go home mm-hmm. in pro wrestling means, you know, take it home. I'm going to pin you real quick. One, two, three. Yeah. You got to entertain the people. 
And that's the bad yeah. thing about not having TV. See, everywhere I went, they had like Japan. Boy, they take they take you in the dressing room. They take you in your motel room. They take you in the rent. I mean, they take everything. Yeah. But I mean, wow. a lot of these guys. I I bet you a hundred dollars to a quarter they couldn't go an hour. It was. I mean, oh, and yeah. Flair got some in. Yeah. You, they can't because it's all scripted too. Uh-huh. Well and you got you guys would call it in the ring. Uh-huh. Back See, in the day. When you back in the day, nothing was scripted. You went out and you told the guy the bill get heat on you, you made a comeback and either he pinned you or you pinned him. You know, that's how it worked. And you'd go twenty, yeah. thirty minutes every night. And when we was in tags with the Road Warriors, we'd do 45 minutes, me and Buzz. I mean, yeah. you got to entertain these people. They they didn't come to watch a five minute, uh, 10 five-minute matches or seven five-minute matches. No. People want to get entertained yeah. just as much as you. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Your fans is everything, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, no, I totally agree with you, and, and I think – it's coming back to that. Hopefully, I know the WWE still does the 20-minute talk, five-minute match. And you're right. Probably in today's wrestling world, I would say probably a handful <laughs> yeah. could, 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 go, could go an hour and, and not have it scripted to where they have to know every single one. Right. They just know See, the, how the, the match starts and how the match man. ends. Everything else in between. You that's, guys call. They don't do that anymore. And that's how we always did it. I mean, I never got a script yep. to read and, oh, i got to do this and this and this. Yeah. Oh, and I, the promoter would always come, oh, Brett, I'm going to give you a push. Oh, Brett, you're going to do a job today. We're going to work an angle. Okay. Yep. <laughs> and then the yeah. guy's yeah. going to work an angle. They didn't want to do a job. I'm like, well, how are you going to work the angle if you just go out there and beat him? <laughs> You, you, right? you kill the yeah. heel. I mean, it don't make a lick of sense. I'm sort of old yeah. fashioned. I reckon I'm only sixty two, no. so. I, I yeah, I'm with you, Brad. I'm with you because it's like there's no storyline right. anymore. They don't build that was everything. They don't build up the story. I, right. I, I got a, in your era. Go ahead. I got a guy I did a podcast with the other day, and he's like, "Oh, Brad, I watched you since I was six. And I got all your tapes and this and that, and he's going to make it up for me, this Christopher guy. And he's so, oh, yeah, yeah he's super Carlos, nice yeah. guy. I mean, he called people yeah, for me, guy. Gordon Soley's son. And I'll tell you something I like to yeah. say on this podcast about Gordon Soley. Why the hell did Brian Blair not let uh, Gordon Soley get in the Hall of Fame? That is so ridiculous. I mean, yeah. Gordon Soley should be in there before Hulk Hogan is. I mean, he was the man of the hour. He got the, he did the best interviews. He was the man. And now I heard his son tell me that today. I couldn't believe it. I was like, you've yeah. got to be kidding me. Well, who's stopping it? Brian Blair. <laughs> well, when I see Brian Blair, I'm going to say something. I can tell you that because that's not right. Yeah. I mean, he died in yeah. 2000, I'm pretty sure, or 2001. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. why the hell? is He was the icon of pro wrestling in the NWA. I mean, <laughs> do you, I mean, can you imagine that he don't want to let him in the Hall of Fame? And he's dead? I, I was pretty surprised that, that when Gennaro told me that, yeah. Surprised? That blew I couldn't believe it. I'm yeah, glad it came yeah, from his son because if somebody else would have told me that, I'd be like, well, maybe you didn't talk to Brian Blair right. But uh, yeah. Yeah, his son was very, very upset about it, I could tell. Yeah. And it pissed me yeah, off yeah, too. The, I, I was just, I, and I just started thinking about it because he's like, well, bro, when you do an interview, I was like, don't worry. I'm going to make sure your dad gets in the Hall of Fame. I don't know why that Hogan or somebody don't come in and tell them to wake the hell up. Who's over Brian Blair? Yeah. Uh, he's the he's the president of the Cauliflower Alley Club, so, I mean, he's the guy in charge. So, I don't believe that he would not let Gordon Soley in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. He made pro wrestling. If he didn't do what yeah. he did to help a lot of guys, even myself, mm. I mean, he helped me yeah. tremendously. Uh, <laughs> And why he's not in the Hall of Fame, somebody should be fired over that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, you've seen his yeah, career. Right. I, I, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. 
there's no guy better than Gordon Soley. I mean, he knew how to cover up for people. He knew how to talk to people. He knew how to get heat. He knew how to make a comeback. Gordon Soley knew more than the rest of us knew. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that right? is crazy. That's like, I don't get it. I just yeah. don't get it. Yeah. Well, I'm going out there uh, to Vegas in August, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something to him because I, I, I know Brian. Uh, man, I, I'm going to say something. Man, that's bullshit. I mean, Brian Blair, I, I always got along with him, to be honest with you. Yeah. But I was shocked yeah, yeah. when his son told me that. And, man, I tell you, he didn't want to tell me. He just, he felt bad about it. And he, he didn't know what to say. And I was shocked. I, I, that pissed me off. I mean, I don't get it. I mean, everybody, even the fans would know he deserves the Hall of Fame. That's, that's a no-brainer. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. No, I there's gotta be 100% some, agree with you. There's got to be some heat there because that just don't make a lick of sense. Think about it. I'm not. Yeah, I'm going to ask him when I get out there and, and uh, kind of see if I can get the lowdown on uh, what the deal is. So, but I'm with you. Yeah, uh, that's so little. Su- I'm very surprised myself. Oh, I was. I about had a heart. I'm. I couldn't. Be, I told my girlfriend. I was like, Oh my god, I can't believe they won't let Gordon Soley. <laughs> that's like not letting Hulk Hogan in the Hall of Fame. I mean, <laughs> right. Wow, that was that was it. Yeah. That yeah, that shocked me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was there every day in my life. I mean, I just yeah. I, and he was there for Brian Blair too. I, I'm telling you, mm-hmm. and he helped Brian Blair yeah. just like he helped me. Gordon helped everybody. Yeah. I'll tell you right now. Yeah, yeah. And he went out of his yeah. way for people. Oh yes, many many times. I mean, gee whiz, yeah. that's just I just. There's got to be a problem, or there's got to be some heat there somewhere. I'm guessing. I mean, I don't know, but yeah, I I don't know either. But like I said, I'm gonna talk to him about it, see what's going on with that. If we could, I want to know what's coming up for you. You got any? You talked about the one event coming up. Twenty uh, third. You got any other events coming? The twenty third yep. in uh, where is it? Logan, Logan, West Virginia. Yep. And yep. uh, you see, I'm go- in August. I'm going to go to uh, what's it? It's, uh, it's in North Carolina. Uh, it's oh, the Charlotte. gathering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then in August, I'd like to go to the uh, what's that they got going on? Um, shit, I can't think. Uh, it's out in Missouri or somewhere. No, you just you uh, said it that. that Oh, the cauliflower. Yeah. yeah. So what is who all in is Vegas. in the Hall of Fame there? Oh, uh, there's there's a lot. I mean, uh, there's but Gordon different Stone awards, Indiana, right? He was okay. So the deal is, he was a uh, um, honorable mention or something back in the I want to say the '90s on something, but I think Jannard is more upset about the fact that. The there's a there's not an award like the Gordon Soley you know award for you know announcing or, or announcers award or things like that. He should be uh, right with the pro wrestlers. I mean that that right, don't make a right. lick of sense to me. Yeah, and and so I I kind of I, I know when I interviewed Jannard about it uh, a few months back, uh, you know they honored him at the Hall of Fame in Iowa. Uh, a few years back, uh, but they haven't uh, at the one in Vegas. Uh, so, Man. and I don't know all the details. There must be some heat. You're probably right. I just don't. I, you know, that makes me not want to. I, I, man, that just that's not right. I mean, why would yeah. you? And he's already passed. First of all, yeah. I just don't. Uh, it, it don't make a lick of sense. There's got to be heat there or something. Yeah. I mean, I, and I don't, yeah, I can't see no heat though because Brian Blair. I mean, I thought he was pretty nice. I mean, I know he's a nice guy, but that don't make a lick of sense. And he's the guy in charge, correct? He is. That is correct. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, I hope somebody's listening to this that, that helps that talks to him because. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, anybody I've talked to it about, and I've only talked to a couple. 10, 15 people, and 
none of them agree yeah. with it. I mean, one of them didn't even know Gordon Soley, and he said, well, what you're saying, Brett, it don't make a lick of sense. I was like, I never, he, I never seen another commentator do the work that he did and help guys out like he did. He always went out of his way for everybody, not just the superstars. Yeah. No, he went, he helped everybody. Yeah. And boy, did it pay off? Nope, because now they're all trying to. Be, I mean, that dude, there's just one guy, Brian. I, I don't get what he's. I'm going to ask Brian what the problem yeah. is. Yeah. Because that is a problem. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, like I said, I, I don't really know. I don't either. Uh, I just know that. I know Jannard brought it up. Jannard was there very are, upset. He, he didn't say. Yeah. I, I could, I'm pretty good at filling people out. And he, he, I'll tell you right now, I'm going to help that man because that's bullshit. But Gordon Soley should yeah. be in there before anybody. I mean, he did more for yeah. these guys. I know. I saw. I mean, and he helped me. Always, oh, Brett. You okay? I'm like, yeah. Well, I got this problem. Well, let me yeah. see. I mean, he was like your father. Yeah. He really was. Right. I mean, that hurts my ass to no end. Yeah, I mean, wow, <laughs> that don't make a lick of sense. Okay, on another yeah, subject. No, that's that's all right. No, I was just saying, what, what are you up to now? You said you're going, probably going somewhere. So that's really well. You know, I came um, out of retirement because you know, if I sit okay. around, I'm going to die. You know, uh, yeah. you can't sit around, and so I, I, I ain't doing a whole lot. But you know, I'm doing enough to make myself okay. feel comfortable. And to help Gordon Soley get in the Hall of Fame, I guarantee you, yeah. I, I'm going to do everything to my power. And every every person I've ever met, I'm going to I'm going to talk to because that's a problem. Yeah, they shouldn't. This shouldn't yeah. even be going on though. I mean, either Brian Blair's got some heat, or I'd like for him to tell anybody, everybody, what the problem is because. It can be solved. I mean, that's bullshit. Right. That's like yeah. I don't know. It's like being. <sighs> I can see why he's uh, I good. can tell you're upset. Yeah, no, I get it. I I totally understand. And, uh, Man, he helped everybody. Yeah. Black, white, yeah. yellow, women, men. He didn't care. He was that type of person. Yeah. He he was one hell. I can't one thing I can say bad about Gordon Soley. No way. He helped everybody. I seen it with my own eyes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's sad. Yeah. Well. Yeah, it is. So, all right, my friend. Well, um, you told us about some upcoming events, and maybe I'll see you in Vegas. Oh, hopefully you will. When is that? August ninth. No, it's the end of August. It's August. uh, I want to say twenty. The week of the twenty eighth through the uh, thirtieth of August. Well, I just. I'm going to pick up a. 500 pictures, so I'm going to how they, how's okay. the pictures <laughs> uh, hey, that's okay I spend $500, I end up making about 3 grand <laughs> well good, alright well, good luck with your event this coming weekend, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, one more time, the great Brett Sawyer uh, underappreciated in my mind uh, underrated for what he's done for the business thank you for coming thank out you. today, I really appreciate and it, and thank all my fans for sure Yep. Great people. You bet. God bless you, brother. All right. Thank you. God bless you. Call anytime you need me. I, I'll help you out. I don't All have right. a problem. Uh, I appreciate it. And, folks, if you're listening, thank you. If you haven't subscribed, please do so, and we will talk to you soon. Hey, this is the Total Package. Lex Luger, you're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kazzy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. 
Yeah, Brian Knobs, yeah, you get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOC Nation. Phil After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, Tony here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my... Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's, uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect well, is? Well, I'll tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found the true world champion. I finally found... Well, what's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think, uh, I don't know what to say, but I, I want to say one thing. Bruno was an early champion. Here exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. This is Bill Actor, and once again, we're speaking here with Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiant? Well, actually, it was a, a, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it a did loss. Did have anything to do? Well, yes, but the whole thing is this, the rules, as I always understood them, was that the title could only be lost by pin or, or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World War Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. 